0: Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Bihari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha, Giribhara Dari. Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha, Giribhara ya nandana brajajana ranjana ya nandana brajajana ranjana Yamuna Yamunati RAVANACHARI Chari Jaya Radha Madhava Gunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Gunja Bihari Yeah, yeah yeah thank you okay. Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Narama, Nar,
1: Naram Chaiva Narottama Devim Sarasvati Vyasam Tito Jaya Mudheryad Vinvatam Swakata Krishna Vrunya Shravana Kirtana Sirdinanta Stohya Bhajrani Vinhunoti Suhitsatam Naista Praesha Abhijashu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Bhakti Bhavati Before reciting the Shreem Bhagavatam, which is the very means of conquest, one should offer respectful obeisances unto the Personality of Godhead, Narayana, unto Narayana Rishi, the supermost human being, unto Mother Sarasvati, the Goddess of Learning, and unto Srila Vyasadeva, the author. Shri Krishna, the Personality of Godhead who is the Paramatma, super-soul and everyone's heart and a benefactor of the truthful devotee, cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages, which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted. By regular attendance and classes on the Bhagavatam and by rendering of service to the pure devotee, all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed and loving service unto the personality of Godhead who is praised with transcendental songs, is established as an irrevocable fact. Okay, so I was asked to give Shreem a Bhagavatam class today. Uh, Please bless me that I can say something that can be of service to everybody listening. I'm not qualified to be here, but uh, by the mercy of the spiritual master, I will attempt to be of service. So today we're reading... Uh, Canto One, Chapter Twelve, Text Fifteen. Tamacher Brahmastusta Rajanam Prasrajan Vitam Eshahe Asmin Praja Tanto. Puranam Pura-var-shabha. brahma Rajanam Pra-rasyavyan-vitam. Eshahi Azmin Prajatanto. Puranam pura Damachar Brahmanas Tusta Rajnanam Prasrayan Vitam Eshahi Azmin Prajatanto Puranam Pura Sharp dhamma brahmanas brahmana Rajanam pra-rasan-vatam Esha-hi-as-man-pra-jantato Puranam pur rasa va Rajanam Prasravitam Eshahe Asmin Prajatanto Puranam Purvarshava. Word for word? Tom unto him. Ucha addressed. Brahmana, the learned Brahmanas. Dushtha very much satisfied. Rajanam unto the king. Rasrayan vitam. Very much obliging. Isha this. He certainly. Asmain. In the chain of Raja Tanto, Descending Line, Puranam of the Puras, Parava Rishab, the Chief Among the Puras. Translation, by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. The learned Brahmanas who are very satisfied with the charities of the king, addressed him as the chief amongst the pur- Purus and informed him that his son was certainly in the line of descent from the Purus. Okay, please repeat after me. The learned Brahmanas. They were very satisfied with the charities of the king addressed him as the chief amongst the Purus and informed him that his son was certainly in the line of descent from the purs. So there's no purport, so let us read text sixteen. Daivana Pratikhatana Sukle Samstam Upe Yushi Ratovo hartaya Vinusha, Brahma, Vishnu, Nuna, Daivana, by supernatural power, Aprati, Gatina, by what is irresistible, Sukle, unto the pure, Samstam, destruction, Upeyushi, having been enforced. Rata, restored. Va, for you. Agra, Agraha artaya for the sake of obliging. Vishnuna, by the all-pervasive Lord. Brahma Vishnuna, by the all powerful translation the brahmin said this spotless son has been restored by the all powerful and all pervasive lord vishnu the personality of godhead in order to oblige you he was saved when he was doomed to be destroyed by an irresistible irresistible supernatural weapon so just repeat after me uh, the brahmana said This spotless son has been restored by the all-powerful and all-pervasive Lord Vishnu, the personality of Godhead, in order to oblige you. He was saved when he was doomed to be destroyed by an irresistible supernatural weapon. Report. By His Grace, swami Prabhupada, the child Parikshit was saved by the All Powerful and All Pervasive Vishnu, Lord Krishna, for two reasons. The first reason is that the child in the womb of his mother was spotless, due to his being a pure devotee of the Lord. The second reason is that the child was the only surviving male descendant of the Puru. The pious forefather of the virtuous king Yudhisthira. The Lord wants to continue the line of pious kings to rule over the earth as his representatives for the actual progress of a peaceful and prosperous life. After the Battle of Kirkshetra, even up to the next generation of Maharaj Yudhisthira was annihilated, even up to the even, and there was none who could generate another son in the great royal family. Maharaj Pariksit, the son of Abhimanyu, was the only surviving heir apparent in the family, and by the irresistible supernatural Brahmastra weapon of Asvatthama, he was forced to be annihilated. Lord Krishna is described herein as Vishnu, and this is also significant. Lord Krishna, the original personality of Godhead, does the work of protection and annihilation in his capacity of Vishnu. Lord Vishnu is the planetary expansion of Lord Krishna. The all-pervasive activities of the Lord are executed by him in his Vishnu feature. Shaluparikshit is described here as spotlessly white, because he is an unalloyed devotee of the Lord. Such unalloyed devotees of the Lord appear on the earth just to execute the mission of the Lord. The Lord desires the, the conditioned souls hovering in the material creation to be reclaimed, to go back home, back to Godhead. And thus he helps them by preparing the transcendental literatures like the Vedas, by sending missionaries of saints and and sages, and by deputing his representative, the spiritual master. Such transcendental literatures, missionaries, and representatives of the Lord are spotlessly white because the contamination of the material qualities cannot even touch them. They are always protected by the Lord when they are threatened with annihilation. Such foolish threats are made by the gross materialists. The Brahmastra, which was thrown by Ashvatama at Child Parikshit, was certainly supernaturally powerful, and nothing of the material world could resist its force of penetration. But the all-powerful Lord, who is present everywhere, within and without, could counteract it by his all-powerful potency just to save a bona fide servant of the Lord and descendant of another devotee, Maharaj Yudhisthir, who was always obliged by the Lord by his causeless mercy. Oma Gana Tiramanishagana Janaha Shalakaya Shaksurima Tamina Tasmanaya <in> Shri <Hebrew> Gaurava Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhistham, Shlapitam Yana Bhutale, Svayam Rupakadamayam, Tadatespa Patantakam. Vandeham Shri Gaurav Shri Yuta Padakamalam, Shri Gauram Vaishamam Shaha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam, Sahagana Ruganatham Vittamtham Sajivam, Sadvetam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam, Krishna Chaitanya Devan, Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita, Sri Vishakan Vitamsha. Hey, Krishna Karuna Sindo, Dinabando Jagat Pate, Go Radha Kanta Sute, Tapta Kanchana Radhe Vrindavanesvare, Vishabhanu Devi, Ranamami Hare Priye, Vanchakapat Rubyasha, Gripasin Rubyayavicha, Patitanam Pavane Bhio, Vaishnavibhio Namo Namaha, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu nechananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Srivasadi, Gora Bhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna Hare Krishna, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Okay, so everyone, thank you for coming. Welcome to Srimad Bhagavatam. This verse is about the purity of the Lord's devotees. And um, it says that referring to the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna as Lord Vishnu is very important. And so, as we know, um, the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna can be defined in uh, four ways. He is the source of everything. He is the, uh, supreme enjoyer, the supreme controller, and he is source of everything, supreme controller, supreme controller, supreme enjoyer. Okay. And, and, he, <laughs> and he is our dear most friend. I can't remember the, the other one right now. But, uh, so that means that he is the source of everything. So everything is emanating from Krishna. Um, so, um, it's, it's compared to a, uh, candle flame. Like, just like when you light a candle, the candle is there, but then if you take the candle and light another candle, you can light an infinite amount of other candles with the same candle, but it all came from the first candle. And, um, and so, uh, Vishnu is, uh, it says, Lord Vishnu is the plenary expansion of Lord Krishna. Um, the all-pervasive activities of the Lord are executed by him and his Vishnu features. So, uh, you have three main uh, expansions of the Lord. Uh, there's uh, Brahma, Lord Vishnu, and Lord Shiva. And uh, so... Uh, these are all servants of the Lord uh, to execute um, his governing uh, the uh, material activities Lord Brahma is the creator of the uh, entire manifest uh, material manifestation and um, and he himself was bewildered of uh, what his service was what to do after he was born of the lotus flower emanating from Uh, Lord Vishnu. But, after he sang the beautiful Brahma Samhita prayers, then, after this tapasya, he was able to be instructed by uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead on how to execute his service and what to do. Um, And then, Lord Vishnu is the maintainer, and so he is basically looking over the entire cosmic manifestation. He is also present as the super soul in everybody's heart. Um, and then there is Lord Shiva who comes at the end of the, uh, uh, yuga, uh, by the order of, of Sri Krishna to, um, destroy the manifestation. And then after this happens, Everything is absorbed back into, uh, Lord Vishnu. So, um, so you, there's three, actually, one time, uh, Lord Shiva, uh, was getting very excited and he started dancing and, um, and he almost destroyed, uh, the universe, but they said, it's not time, it's not time. And so he didn't. But, um, so you, you these are these are uh three very important servants servants of the lord and that's why um, that's why uh Lord Krishna is referred to as Lord Vishnu in this purport um, because Lord Krishna is said that if if he wants to save somebody then nobody can stop him no matter what and if he wants somebody to leave, to die, to leave their body, then nobody can stop him as well. So basically, everything that happens in this world is sanctioned by him. He is the original, uh, he's the source of everything, and he sanctions all activities. Um, and so uh, he wanted to save uh, the child of And it says for two reasons. Um It says the child Pariksit was saved by the all-powerful and all-pervasive Vishnu, Lord Krishna, for two reasons. The first reason is that the child in the womb of his mother was spotless due to his being a pure devotee of the Lord. And two, the second reason is that the child was the only surviving male descendant of Puru, the pious forefather of the virtuous king Yudhisthira. So, for two reasons. He was pure and he was the only descendant. See, the demons... They're always thinking, um, how can I kill, how can I get rid of my enemy, right? And so they had the great idea that if I kill the child Parikshit, then there will be no more uh, pious lineage, and then basically I can rule the world. So um, in this instance, right, uh, we, can, we can look at the motivation of the demoniac person and the pious person. And so we know that the motivation of the demoniac person is um says in Bhagavad Gita uh, so much money I have I will I will get more you are my enemy and I will kill you that's a paraphrase um oh here we go divine and demonic natures Bhagavad Gita let's see here really quick let me see if I can see this Mm -hmm. I think I'm close. Well, we can go with this one. Bewildered by false ego, strength, pride, lust, and anger, the demons become envious of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is situated in their very own bodies and in the bodies of others, and blaspheme against the real religion. So you can see that uh, the, a demonic person is going to be full of they're bewildered by their own false ego, strength, pride, lust and anger and become envious of the supreme personality of godhead. So the demonic person thinks I am the doer, right? I am this I am great, I am the I am the lord of all I survey. And they have a lot of pride, lust, and anger, and they're envious of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, so they want to kill him. Um, and then the Lord, who... And then, so, and then the, the Devatas or the uh, saintly people, they also have strength. But this is a diff, there's a difference in the, um, uh, I guess, the capacity to understand where this strength is coming from. They know that all of this strength comes from the Lord and the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And so they can be just an instrument as a serv- as service to Him. Whereas the demoniac people are like, I want to kill everyone because basically, like, I'm envious of the Lord and I want to be the Lord. So that's why the Lord wanted to um, save uh, Maharaj Pariksit because he was a pure devotee of the Lord, and uh, the Lord always protects his devotees. And he also wanted this line of saintly people to uh, continue. And something that I remember, uh, somebody told me about Srila Prabhupada using this word unalloyed. I always thought that was very interesting, because of course everyone has heard of the book a life of unalloyed service and so i was wondering what does that mean and so i found out that it is a uh, if i'm remembering correctly it's a, it refers to uh shipping like uh making a cargo ship uh is that correct making a ship with um, with metals that are not mixed with other metals or unalloyed just means metals that are not mixed with other metals so um and so in this way um the metal is stronger Right, it's it's pure, and so this, and so that's how Sri The Prabhupada can can talk about this unalloyed uh, devotional service to the Lord. Uh, It's pure, pure, and so um, right. So let's see. So the Lord desires the conditioned souls hovering in the material creation to be reclaimed, to go back to home, back to Godhead. And thus he helps them by preparing the transcendental literatures like the Vedas, by sending missionaries of saints and sages, and by deputing his representative, the spiritual master. So I think this is really important in this purport because uh, right here Srila Prabhupada is telling us basically the process of how we can go back to uh, the spiritual world, back to Godhead, because we can see that if we're going to be here in the material world, uh, something might happen, like uh, somebody might put a supernatural uh, weapon pointed at us, even when we're just a child, and try to kill us, <laughs> right? But, like, you know, but like, uh, but um, when we go back home, back to Godhead, then uh, this this material world is finished. Then we will regain again. Um the features of Sachitananda, eternality, knowledge, and bliss, but we will be in full knowledge of our true constitutional position as servitors of the Lord. so uh, we came here because we were envious and um and so the Lord is very kind as a, as again as the sanctioner of all living entities uh, activities. He says, okay. You wanna, you wanna see what it's like, you know, to, uh, be served instead of to serve? You want to be the Lord? Okay, so because the Lord is very kind, He says, please take a material body and I will, uh, facilitate that for you. So this, this material, uh, creation is, is kind of like, uh, jail for us. It's kind of like our, our prison. This material body is our prison because, uh, it's kind of like um, Hari Krishna 101, that like uh, that we are spirit soul, and this this body is is real. We're not saying that the body is false, but it's just temporary. Um, and so we actually are what's called a marginal living entity, being that we are spirit soul, but we have this we have this body that we've taken as a covering over our true self as the eternal servitors of Krishna. Um, and so, this makes an incompatible situation for our lives because as spirit souls, uh, like it's just like it says in Bhagavad Gita, um, the soul cannot be cut, it cannot be burned, it cannot be withered by the wind or destroyed by fire. So, basically, our souls, us, not whether we have a soul, that we are souls, we are eternal and we are indestructible, right? Right? Um, But we come to the material world and then we become illusions and then we think that we are this body. right? So that is what causes us distress because the body is temporary, the soul is eternal. And this is an incompatible situation. Um, And so it depends on our consciousness. Uh, If we think that we are Uh, the enjoyer of activities, if we think that basically we are doing, then not only will we have to suffer the karma for that, uh, for the action or reaction of that, uh, of that event, but also it's gonna further entangle us in this material world. But if we have the Krishna consciousness, that we are simply here to serve Krishna, then at once, um, our consciousness original spiritual uh, constitutional position as servitors of the Lord can be realigned with the spiritual consciousness of Krishna, right? So there's there's the material and then there's the spiritual. And we are marginal, which is in between. We have give, been given this free will to choose which way am I going to go. And um, there's four things that happen To everybody that takes a birth there's birth old age disease and death right and uh and just touching on this really quick it's like everybody knows that there's so much disease right now in the world uh due to covid um but this is going to happen no matter what birth old age disease and death um so every moment that we have in this life if we can devote ourselves to Lord Krishna, and it says, right here, as Srila Prabhupada says, he helps us by uh, preparing the transcendental literatures like the Vedas, sending missionaries of saints and sages, and by deputing his representative, the spiritual master. That if we can focus on these activities to serve Krishna, then we can go back home. And so I also thought it was uh really important that um that Srila Prabhupada is telling us how to do it. This is like the blueprint in like one sentence, <laughs> you know. Study the Vedas, associate with the saints and the missionaries and the sages, and and follow the his representative, the spiritual master. So in this tradition, uh because there are two sources of, of knowledge, there's ascending and descending, and, and ascending knowledge can can be speculative, and that can take like millions of years. That could take so many lifetimes. Who is God? Who am I? What is my purpose? What is my relationship to God? These are all great questions uh, that we can have as somebody uh, that's in, in this uh, intelligent uh, form of life, this human body, that we have intelligence. But... But if we simply speculate and we, and we try to come up with our own answers, you know, then that's going to take us millions of lives. And, and we don't have that much time because, um, I mean, and that sounds like an oxymoron, right? With millions of lives, you don't have that much time? What's going on? But, um, but it's actually because we're going to take another birth, it's a process of samsara. We're going to take birth after birth, right? So we have to, we have to advance. We have to transcend the cycle of endless birth and death. And the way to do that is by approaching the spiritual master, studying the Vedas, and associating with the saintly people. And in this way, we can go to the Lord. And so we can purify our consciousness and um, and and actually become servants of the Lord. And then that is the way of transcendence. So, so that's why we don't have time for, uh, the other speculation because, uh, we will never achieve the goal. And who knows? We're not guaranteed a human birth in the next life. Um, and really, uh, it's, it's only by, uh, a devotee's and Krishna's causeless mercy that we know about Krishna consciousness in the first place. Uh, so we need to utilize this special opportunity of human life to facilitate uh, our progression in Krishna consciousness. Um, and uh, the other the other way of knowledge, uh, which we didn't touch on, was the descending source of knowledge, right? So this is this is the much faster method. It's all right here in Bhagavad Gita, right? Instead of spending millions of lives trying to speculate, right? Um, instead, if we can just go to the we can go to the um, introduction of Brahma of uh, Bhagavad Gita. Here it is, right here. Here's the this Olympic succession evam parampara praptim imam rajar vidha. Bhagavad Gita 4.2. The Bhagavad Gita as it is received through this disleyic succession. And number one is Krishna. So, this is telling us something really important. And number two, Brahma. Three is Narada. Four, Vyasa. Five, Madhava. And it goes on and on, down to 32, is A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Actually, because of yesterday, uh, the disappearance day of of Srila Bhaktivedanta Sarasvati Thakur, let's say it goes to 31 Bhaktivedanta Sarasvati Thakur, and then 32 A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. This is the fastest way for God realization, is just to realize that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and he has instructed this science all the way down this lineage to Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, to his spiritual master. So if we just take shelter of the spiritual master, who is the living representative of his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, then that way we don't have to speculate and we can just say, okay, I can just accept this as it is. And in that way, we can make very quick advancement in this science. So, um the most important uh, uh, process is to hear these transcendental literatures with a submissive attitude. And if we can do this, then uh, that is the most important because we can hear and then it will go inside of our brains. And then when we try to explain it, then we can actually understand it so let me see if I can find this really quick in the Srimad Bhagavatam. One, one. One one. Coming up close, very close. Okay, so this text, Gantal one, chapter one, text six. Is, uh, sages said, respected sutta goswami. You were, I'm sorry, let's read the, uh, Sanskrit. Shaya <speaking> ucha <in> vaya kalu paranani setihashani chanaga akhyatani api ahitani dharma sastrani yanuta. Translation. The sages said, Respected Sutta Goswami, you are completely free from all vice. You are well versed in all the scriptures, famous for religious life, and in the Puranas and histories as well. For you have gone through them under proper guidance and have also explained them. So, in the purport, I won't read it all, but uh, basically, uh, here it says, The Acharya or the Goswami must be well acquainted with all these literatures. To hear and to explain them is more important than reading them. One can assimilate the knowledge of the revealed scriptures only by hearing and explaining. Hearing is called Shravana and explaining is called Kirtana. The two processes of Shravana and Kirtana are of primary importance to progressive spiritual life. Only one who has properly grasped the transcendental knowledge from the right source by submissive hearing can properly explain the subject. So, um, it's very, very, very important that we hear these transcendental literatures. (laughs) And, um, And by explaining them, then we can remember them. So, but the first thing is to uh, practice submissive hearing. And, and by submissive, what does that mean? It really means that um, I am just actively listening to what the Swami is saying. It's not that um, if somebody goes up to a spiritual master and is very, like, argumentative or challenging in a challenging mood. That is not a good way to make advancement. Um, but submissive means I am accepting what they say and I am hearing it. And I am letting it enter my consciousness. Um, and, so, and so that's the right source. Uh, by submissive hearing, then they can properly explain, which leads to remembrance. So, um, so the spiritual master is the representative of, of the Lord, and is extremely important. Important. Such transcendental literatures, missionaries, and representatives of the Lord are spotlessly white because the contamination of the material qualities cannot even touch them. They are always protected by the Lord when they are threatened with annihilation. Such foolish threats are made by the gross materialists. The Baramaastra, which was thrown by Aspatama at the child Parikshit, was certainly supernaturally powerful, and nothing of the material world could resist its force of penetration. But the all-powerful Lord, who is present everywhere within and without, could counteract it by his all-powerful potency Just to save a bona fide servant of the Lord and descendant of another devotee, Maharaj Hudastir, who was always obliged by the Lord by his causeless mercy. So we can see how kind Krishna is and how merciful he is and how love how much he loves his devotees. Right? That that somebody is trying to kill his pure devotee and he's he's like, not gonna happen. Even with the Brahmastra, which was like compared to a, um, like a nuclear warhead that was so, um, accurate that they can, you know, right now we have like, you know, nuclear warheads that are very, uh, what is it called, uh, general. Like they just destroy like a whole mass of, 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 like everything, right? But this Brahmastra was so accurate that it can be aimed even into the womb of a mother, specifically only to kill the child in the womb. That's how accurate it was. But Krishna, who is the supreme controller, enjoyer, and the other two, uh, he actually could. He knew he's present within and without, and he's present everywhere. He knew uh, what was about to happen. And to protect his devotee, he covered the child Parikshit. And protected him and saved him from the brahmastra. Uh, so this is uh, the mercy of Krishna, basically, that um, that he can he can basically save his devotee. So this uh, can be an example to us uh, to become a fearless devotee of the Lord, because we should know. That he is always with us. That he is within and without. So, um, the Lord, uh, protects his devotees. And that is why, uh, the child Parikshit was saved. Uh, thank you very much for attending the Srimad Bhagavatam class. Um, I don't think, I, <laughs> Jai. <laughs> All right my Bhagavatam Ki. Unless somebody has a question, I don't know if I'll be able to answer it. Okay, Okay. Uh, comments and questions. Here we go. Okay. No, no. It's, you see the green light?
2: Hi, 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 I, I think is it on?
1: Does it have a green light on this yeah. side? Yeah. Okay, huh? you're good to go. Uh, so,
2: no, I just uh, wanted to um, give a comment. You know, I've been reading the Mahabharata again for uh, the, I don't know how many times, and so this is Subramanya's. Um, uh, Mahabharat, which is an original one, but um, Krishna Dharma's is certainly more accurate. But still, it's a warm fuzzy for me because I read it, in, you know, like the '80s, mm. first time. So, but at any rate, I was speaking with um, Sri Nath Krishna yesterday, mm. and um, in this in this Mahabharat, it's described that yes, Krishna appeared within the womb of Uttara to protect Arj and he was the size of a thumb in his Vishnu form, you know, uh, with brilliant yellow garments. Mm-hmm. However, it's also described that in, uh, when she was giving birth, that the child was stillborn. Mm. And Krishna entered and, you know, first he asked for all any brahmacharis who were simply perfect throughout their lifetime, that they would do this service for the child. But no one came forward. <laughs> and so Krishna, you know, caressed the body, touched the body of the child who who became... So it was very interesting because I read this in the Mahabharata. In this particular Mahabharata, it said, after Satyaki greeted Krishna, and he was very fatigued because he'd used all of his energy, And I said, this does not seem right. I don't see. Did you know? It just didn't seem right. Although Krishna is assuming the form of a human being in this pastime, uh, we know that he's the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and so do all of his associates. But when I read that, I thought, I asked him about this. I said, this does not seem correct to me. And he said, no, no, no. Krishna Krishna doesn't get fatigued. So, does anyone want to comment? Do you have some comments on that? (laughs) <laughs> so it was just a, quite an interesting thing to read because, um, you know, he went into the womb and he protected from that from that Asvatama. You know, through he wanted to just destroy the lineage of all the Pandavas, right? Yeah. But still, it's described. And I asked him, "Where is this?" Because I've not read it in the in the um, Bhagavatam. Have you read it in the Bhagavatam? He said it was in other scriptures, other. That this pastime is detailed. Mm. That that Krishna went and and uh, yes, he covered the.
3: The algorithm
1: describes that. Can you repeat for the listeners what you just said?
3: There is no other listener. <laughs> 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 if if you think there is, you are an illusion. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> I'm sorry for them. <laughs> <laughs> bear in mind for listening class in Dallas, we, we have big problems. <laughs> um, but... Um, but yeah, I mean the Shriman Bhagavatam destroyed. The scribe said the Brahmaster did do what it's supposed to do because that's it's it's one of the powers of, of Krishna that he destroyed the the, the body of Pariksha as such. Um but then Vishnu there basically then they gave him another body. Um but then Krishna getting fatigued. I mean Krishna does get fatigued in the sense that yeah, I mean it, I mean, in the sense yeah. that that's part of his leela, right? I mean, it's yeah. That's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is, he's gone, and that's what Bhishma remembers, also, right? He remembers mm-hmm. Krishna with 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 sweating sweat and, and and forehead. and dust covering his and entire his top face. cover
2: coming off, and, to, and and
3: and you know, there's blood apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? But um, but that's his Leela. That's yeah. you know that's how his. If his, if you are in the in that mood of, of actually seeing Krishna like that, then you see Krishna like that. Yeah. But um, at the same time, we can see that um, you know just to d- my understanding, again this is speculating, is that you know different yugas. You'll see like Lord Buddha has been described twice in the Shrimad Bhagavatam in two different yuga cycles in what he does in two different kind of similar but diff- still different. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah so he's he's so how how krishna does things in different yugas is always going to be it's not it's like okay oh, this is how krishna has to do it it's like there is no has to for right exactly. for the supreme personality of god and all his devotees of
1: the or the
2: lo- yes
3: you know. exactly so um okay.
2: beautiful okay
3: that's that's i mean the, my understanding is 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 is, that, uh, is is the essence of it is that krishna protects in all situations right um, and this coming back to life, again, I was listening to, uh, well, we were reading the pastime of how Maya Dhanava, um, when Lord Shiva destroyed their entire universe, like three different planetary systems that the demons, that he created for the demons. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lord Shiva destroyed them, and then Maya Dhanava brought all the demons back to life by just throwing them into nectar. And so this question arises, how do you, can he... You know how do you how do you bring back to life? And that's for for a yogi, it's not very difficult right. to bring someone back to life. So what does eh, of man. the supreme personality? Of well, God, exactly. But Person. to give life to actually, <laughs> yeah. life cannot be created by anyone other than the supreme personality of God. So that's the difference. You, know, you can you can induce life into someone, but you cannot create life.
2: You know, then, just on a very. Far out side note, my husband was reading something the other day. I guess maybe it was on uh, Google or someplace about these. I don't know if you read, follow this, but it was about these robots, uh-huh. right? That have been created. That e- evidently they can. They can. Can they be produced? And they can. You know. Mm-hmm. it's
3: uh, Material. There is nothing in material nature that cannot be replicated. If you're not, you know. It's. It's. It's at this you know, it's it's a machine, yes, and Krishna says that Yantra Ruddhani Maya yeah, it's it's a yantra, it's a machine. Yeah. Um and to create a machine, maybe even we come to a point where we can create the perfect machine, but realistically to create consciousness is not something that is you know, and, and the definition of consciousness is not just something that moves. Right. It's 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 something that um, that loves something that that it's a conscious motion exactly that actually comes to the point of creation or something so it's i mean we we don't i mean to some extent and when tomorrow is celebrated i mean it's maybe not realistic, but it's celebrated as the tomorrow yeah birth of Lord Jesus and a lot of people christmas day so um and a lot of people, you know, when we talk to them, it's like, okay, you know, he brought people to life. I mean, that's not his greatness, realistically. His greatness is that he was able to um, to convey the message of God, of of loving God, um, of a God that is loving. <laughs> and and no one focuses on that as much as they focus on the miracles. That that and unfortunately, we we, we are more attracted to those miracles, like. Uh, the, the, Yes.
2: Yes. And the sacred birth from Mary. So you know, in a sense, you see the similarity of the pastimes. You know, we adore the pastimes of Lord Krishna, that, and in the in the truest sense, uh, the the childhood, the birth of and the childhood pastimes of the Lord are the most. Exactly, sweet, uh, Sweetest. lovable, lovable. Absolutely. yeah. And it says that his. I was listening to one song, Rasraj, and it says that his, um, his, uh, he teaches us to love one another, and his gospel is peace. So this is this is the I this is the fact. However, you know, and I and I know some amazingly beautiful, wonderful Christians that are just truly, you know, like devotees. But on the whole, I was listening to a radio station with the um, some Christmas carols and what the commercials were about Burger King and, you know, and, you know, so although there is, um, it's true, he was the Prince of Peace, but that has to be
3: really internalized, and I think the, the, the devotees
2: way. got it's it. <laughs> yes, it's
3: the internalization of that message yeah. instead of, Trying to make it an external. But I believe it's life. a
2: very sacred day
3: myself. Yes. I it know. is, it is. It is beautiful times, And so I mean this, you know, this bringing back to life is pretty common across the Srimad Bhavya yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> People come back to life all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go back to the dead. <laughs> this right. almost this going back and forth between this material and the spiritual realm it seems to be very um, very common for those who are spiritually completely realized. Our yeah. um, yeah. Srila Prabhupada, I mean, was asked, uh, uh, what was that question? Um, anyways, I think the answer was that I'm always in Rindavan, Srila Prabhupada says, you know oh, I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm always in Rindavan. I'm, I'm, I've never left Rindavan. <laughs> Like wow, <laughs> and that's that's where they are where the devotees always are in that in that situation and the more we actually internalize that message and understand that for devotees um we never really leave mm-hmm. if we are not um it's the consciousness it's separation. the consciousness and then as Jason Prabhu was mentioning that this demoniac mentality of being envious and jealous and controlling and all that kind of wonderful stuff um is. It just takes us away from that consciousness of being with 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 krishna in in the spiritual world with the devotees of Krishna serving him loving him yeah. like that um but uh, and so devotees can then decide and determine depending upon the will of Krishna asila Prabhupada fortunately did for us is to accept his accept krishna's uh, proposition: Hey, you know, go back and bring some people back. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, these guys are really in trouble. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and, uh,
2: I mean, that's the ultimate compassion, isn't it, to go right, out there and,
3: right, right. and The matter comes and goes. But I,
2: I just listened master. to another class. We listen to our our spiritual masters' classes most mornings, and I've listened to this many times, but in this class gurudev says envy is what brought us here and envy is what keeps us here yes, yes
3: it's so. it's a very simple thing
2: yeah.
1: Uh, but, yeah Hare krishna thank you so much shrimad bhagavatam ki jai <laughs> hari krishna. krishna jai agurashila